Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following content is brought to you by Eric Smith, Orange Thunder, and Abigail 13. On this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, we're going to be talking about Bravely Default 2, Zen Studios Pinball FX, and Mario Plus Rabbids, and what is going on with that uh, that franchise. Let's start with Bravely Default 2. Uh, the game comes out in February, and I have been really enjoying my time with the demo. It is a time-limited demo, so there's a lot that you can do, but you are limited as to how long you can actually play it for. And then you can start over. Uh, Go check out the demo if you haven't already. If you are a fan of old school JRPGs, this is definitely going to be right up your alley. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I can already tell that it's going to be one of those games where you can easily dump hundreds of hours into it. And, you know, maybe maybe still not finish the game because you're going to do all of these side quests or... You're, you're, you know, you're going through these huge dungeons and uh, they're going to keep you very, very busy for a long time. Um, it's definitely, uh, it's published by Square Enix and it's, it's absolutely 100% an app, uh, a, uh, a, a Final Fantasy style game. Uh, you play as these four uh, warriors of light and uh, so you've got Seth, Adele, um, Gloria and Elvis are your main characters and um, you can play them how you want. So your Seth might play completely different from my Seth because of the job system. The job system seems very customizable and I'm definitely interested in where they're going and in, in how they are uh, tackling this. Uh, Very similar to the first system, Uh, the way it works is that you can have two jobs at a time, all right? So, for instance, I believe that, like, my my Seth is, uh, he's a freelancer and a vanguard, and uh, those are his two jobs. I believe his freelancer is his sub-job, so you've got a main job and a sub-job. You take the stats from the main job, but you get all of the abilities from both jobs. Um, Now, what happens is as you play the game, you will unlock other jobs by defeating, uh, let's say, a boss, and then you will um, get their asterisk, which then gives you access to that job ability. So let's say, you know, there's a boss who's like a bard or something, and you defeat them, you get their asterisk, and now you can give that asterisk to one of the players and they become a bard as one of their either job or sub-job, unlocking all of those abilities. Um, in Bravely Default 2, 
they are adding in a bunch of new jobs that they didn't have before. So in the original Bravely Default, we had Freelancer, White Mage, Black Mage, Monk, Thief, Red Mage, and Ranger. And now they've also added in for Bravely Default 2, uh, and I, I don't know if this is all of the jobs, but these are the ones that have been confirmed by Square Enix at this point. There's Bard, Beastmaster, Gambler, Berserker, uh, Shield Master, and Picto Master. I don't know what the hell a Picto Master is, but it sounds cool. That's a lot of jobs. That's uh, that's ten plus three. That's thirteen jobs uh, that that you have access to, and being able to take those thirteen jobs and mix and match them the way that you want means that your characters are going to play wildly different than anyone else's. The battle system is amazing. I love it. It's so cool. There's a lot of high risk, high reward stuff there. Um, so you, like I said, with the, um, with the job section, you have access to all of the abilities of both jobs. Uh, so in your little menu, when you are, uh, in combat, you'll have like your white mage, uh, job stuff and your black mage abilities. You can also just straight up attack. And then you'll also have the ability to brave, or default. Um, default means you're just going to defend that turn, and that will give you a BP or a brave point. Um, using a brave basically gives you an extra turn that turn. So if I decide to use a brave during my turn, I can do an attack and then I can follow it up with another attack. So one thing that I will sometimes do is on like on my white mage, I will, uh, at the beginning of combat, I will use a couple of braves and you can actually, uh, go into debt on the braves. So like you can be at like negative three on it. Like if I start at zero brave points, I can go like three turns right then. And now I'm at negative three. And then that character cannot go again until I earn back those brave points by skipping my turn. It's a it's a really high-risk, high-reward system because, like I said at the beginning of combat, as my white mage, I can go into debt for brave points, cast, um, you know, shell on a character and cast, you know, shell on another, you know, cast shell on a couple of characters in order to increase their defense. But if I have to heal before she has the ability to uh, go again, then I could run into problems. Uh, so there's a lot of high risk, high reward stuff. You can also um, store those brave points by go by hitting default and you can store up like a bunch of brave points and then you can unleash a whole bunch of hurt all at once. So uh, you could store up like four brave points and then you can go from four to negative three and attack seven times after you've uh, taken down the defenses of some monster that's uh, on the screen. It's a really cool battle system, and it's, I'm definitely just barely wrapping my head around it. I, I played the first one on my 3DS, but it's been so long, I don't remember how it really goes. So I'm just, I'm, I'm right now, I still feel like, okay, you don't really know what the hell you're doing. Um, you're just kind of hitting buttons and stuff, but over time, I feel like this is a battle system that can be really, really exploited to uh, make for some awesome, awesome fights. 
Let's talk about the voice acting. The voice acting seems really, really good. Um, there's a lot of it. I, you know what? You know, one thing that I really love is that you can, uh, you can have it so that you don't have to hit a button. So I can just hit L on my controller and they will just continue having the conversation and I'm not reading it. I'm listening to it. Um, so the conversation is happening and I don't have to hit a after every time, which is, it's just so much better and it makes the conversation flow really, really well. So far, my favorite character is Elvis. He's very funny and he's, he's got an awesome like Scottish accent and he sounds just, he's the, the guy who, who they have doing, uh, the voice acting for Elvis is doing a, an awesome job. Um, overall, I'm very excited for Bravely Default 2. And if you are a fan of JRPGs, I think that you should be too. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to be buying it right away. And the reason why I don't know if I'm going to be buying it right away is because I know that this is a game that is going to suck up a whole bunch of time. And what I inevitably I think will happen for me is I'll start playing it and then I'll get distracted by something and I'll never get back to it. And that's too bad. All right, let's move on. I want to talk about um, Zen Studios a little bit. Zen Studios makes one of my favorite games of all time for Nintendo Switch. And it's a free game. Like, there's no purchase price for this game. You can just straight up play it for free. Uh, we've even had, like, our community tournaments around this game. Maybe I should rev- revi- rev- uh, bring that stuff back every once in a while. Um, that's Pinball FX3, which you, I'm sure you're hearing me say that, and you're like, really? A pinball game? That's what you... Like, that's one of your favorite games on the Switch? Yes. It's really fun, and the multiplayer stuff is awesome. Now, it's not necessarily like multiplayer at the same time uh, that I like. It's more like the asynchronous multiplayer where you can put on a tournament and then everybody goes in and, you know, whoever whoever gets the highest score wins. Uh, that, that kind of multiplayer stuff around like our NerdNest community. Link in the description down below if you're watching this over on my YouTube channel. Um, is just awesome. It's It's really, really good. And they made a really strange announcement uh, the other day, uh, and I'm very excited about this. Uh, so Zen Studios makes this, and they they put up uh, this tweet. They said, Pinball FX is hitting the pinball space in 2021. Not Pinball FX 4, just Pinball FX. So they're they're kind of rebranding the whole thing. And then they say, our most ambitious pinball project to date will introduce... Pinball Royale, Career Mode, Challenges, a Clan System, Enhanced Visuals, and more. This is very exciting to me. Pinball FX 3 is awesome. And the idea that we could then play Pinball Battle Royale, where I'm not even sure how that would work. Maybe if you like get a high enough score or something like you're interfering with the other uh, players and whoever lives the longest is the one who, you know, whoever has a a ball left at the end, like that's the, that's the winner. I think that that's so cool. 
And I really like that idea. I really hope that this comes to the Nintendo Switch. They've been a big supporter of the Nintendo Switch. Zen Studios tends to put their stuff everywhere. They're one of those developers that understands we want to have our games wherever anybody is so that people can give us money. And that's a really good thing. Now, I know you hear me say that and you're like, Bill, I thought you said it was free. It is free. Well, I don't know if Pinball FX is going to be free, but Pinball FX 3 is free. You get two tables for free, and then they have a bunch of themed tables that you can uh, buy. Themed tables are like Back to the Future, The Simpsons, Futurama. So they have like all of these IP that you can play with. Uh, They also have like Star Wars tables, but I think that that's like none of the Star Wars tables are on the Switch for some reason. I think it's a licensing issue. Um, I interviewed um, like the head of Zen Studios at one point uh, a million years ago, it seems like. And he was like, yeah, we basically we can't afford to buy the rights to re-release our Star Wars tables on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, But Pinball FX is coming and it's got Pinball Pinball Royale, new IPs and uh, live events and stuff like that. And it just it sounds really cool. And I, for one, am very excited for it. All right, let's talk about Mario plus Rabbids. Back in 2017, it was leaked that there was a Mario Rabbids game coming. And everybody said, oh, God, this is going to be a disaster. And then it it ended up showing at E3, and it was really awesome. There was a lot of people who said that it was a, it was an intentional leak in order to lower expectations so that they could really smack you in the face with what they actually have. And uh, they even had like, like they brought uh, Mr. Miyamoto up on stage and he was talking about how impressed he was with, um, I think his name, and I I might be pronouncing it wrong, but I think it's Davide Soliani. Uh, He's the guy who was like the main designer for Mario plus Rabbids. Uh, And he's like in the crowd and Miyamoto's up on stage talking and he points at him and said, you know, you did a great job with Mario. And like the guy starts crying. It was a really, really cool moment. And then the game came out and it just turned out that it was really awesome. It didn't really grab me and hold on most likely because I got distracted by things because that's what I do. But it was it is objectively a very, very good game. And I enjoyed when I was playing it. I just didn't ever go back to it when I stopped playing it. Uh, but it, it's fantastic. Now, there was some some Twitter shenanigans happening where they had changed their name on Twitter from uh, from Rabbids Official to at Mario Rabbids. So you can change on Twitter. You can change your like username, and they changed the name to Mario Rabbids, and then they changed it back. And a lot of people were like, "Whoa, does that mean we're getting a sequel to Mario Plus Rabbids?" And I mean, it's, it, it's a really good game. It was very well received. It sold really well. I imagine that we probably will. I wish that we wouldn't. And not because I don't want another one of those games, but I don't want a Mario one. I don't, this is the 35th anniversary of Zelda this year. I would love to have, instead of a Mario plus Rabbids uh, kingdom battle. I would love to see a Zelda plus Rabbids Hyrule Kingdom battle or, or something like that. I would love to see what they could do with the 
the the battle system, the XCOM-style turn-based battle system that they have developed for Mario Plus Rabbids, and how could they apply it to characters from Hyrule? I think that that would be awesome. Now, I doubt that that's going to happen. I There's, there's maybe a 1% chance that that happens. But it would be really cool if it did. If it doesn't, and we just get Mario Plus Rabbids 2... That is that is still a really awesome thing. So, what 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 do you guys think uh, about Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Two rumors? Do you think that that's going to be happening? I I'm not quite sure the reasoning for why they would change the name from Mario Rabbids to or from Rabbids Official to Mario Rabbids and then back to Rabbids Official doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me unless they have something going on and they're just trying to, I don't know, manipulate the story like they did last time where they leaked the stuff. Maybe it wasn't a real leak. Maybe it wasn't uh, where they leaked the stuff. They lowered everybody's expectations and then they came in swinging that big old hammer and impressed everyone. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel in the comment section down below. And with that being said, I think that that's it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Thank you very much for hanging out. Uh, And down below, answer these questions. Are you interested in Mario Plus Rabbids uh, 2? Are you interested in Zen uh, Studios Pinball FX, if hopefully it comes to the Nintendo Switch? And finally, have you tried the Bravely Default 2 demo, and what did you think of it? Let me know in the comment section down below. And while you're down there, don't forget to click on all of the YouTube things as it absolutely helps us out. Thanks for watching or listening if you're listening to this on your podcast player. If you would like to get these episodes early, then head on over to patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. There are a couple of different tiers that you can join at. You can join at the buck a month tier and that gets you access to all of the shows without any ads. At the early access tier, I end up posting these a day early at least, uh, so you can check out those episodes before anyone else. And, of course, there are our producers, who are the people who I shout out at the end of the show. People like John Eisenmayer, Bowser, Travis McGuire, and the Sean. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you all next time. Happy gaming.